Hi, everyone, and welcome to Two Gals and a Glass Half Full. So today we are here with the last episode of the Nutritional Awareness Month episodes. And we are here with Dr. Bobby, Dr. Jess, and we've got Casey, who's a good friend of mine. And she has hopefully tons that we can pick her brain about and uh, we'll, go, we'll go from there. But first, as always, we're going to talk about our glasses. So Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass today? So I know this is nutrition month and what I'm about to share with you is as far from nutrition as it can get, but it has been a heck of a day and it's going to be a long night. So I have my diet Coke with me. Not only is it soda, but it is diet full of chemicals. I know terrible, but it's been that type of day. How about yeah. you, Dr. Jess? Um, well, I actually made one of my favorite types of tea. So it's matcha. So it's ground up uh, green tea into a powder and then you make it um, kind of sift it into the warm water and then mix it together. And it makes almost for like a creamier uh, green tea. So it's just kind of same thing, busy, super busy day. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a glass of tea. <laughs> and that way we, when we talk, I'll have uh, something to sip on. Uh, so Casey, what's in, what's in your glass? I'm still working on my water for the day. <laughs> Absolutely. I am half full. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. I'm still half full. You know, there's uh, different ways of looking at that. Okay. My water bottle that I did not finish while at work today, which is always my goal. I chugged on the way home because in my mind that still counts <laughs> because technically I'm not home yet. And so it still counts if I finish it um, before I walk in the door. It's a, I, I th I'm, it's like, I'm tricking myself or something. I don't know. Um, I feel like it's like the Apple watch at night when you're like 10 calories away from like meeting your move goal and you're sitting there going, come on. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, so anyway, so thank you, Casey, for coming on and chatting with us. And with it being Nutritional Awareness Month, we just kind of wanted to hear a little bit about more of your story and how did you become a little bit more aware of nutrition and, and what point in your life did it become meaningful to you? I've always had an interest in, in physical health and nutrition. I, you know, my mother growing up is uh, an aerobics instructor and a personal trainer. And so I've always been on the fringes of all of that. So she was very nutrition focused and she was very exercise focused. So the language is something that I grew up with, even if I wasn't practicing it as a child or teenager or, you know, in college or anything like that. And so what I would say is I had a big turning point um, when I had my first daughter she was about two, two and a half years old, and I hadn't lost the weight, and I had gained extra weight um, through nursing and staying home as a stay-at-home mom, and so I was 30 pounds heavier than I would have really liked to be, and so I wasn't thrilled with how my body was looking, but the tipping point was walking around our block at home and it's 0.67 miles to get around the block. And I know this now because I, now I do fitness trackers. Um, but in the time I was walking around my neighborhood block, I was winded, red in the face and not having a good time with my daughter. And she's two. So we're walking at a two year old's pace 
and I am not doing well. And that was my big turning point. Oh. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's like a big thing that there's this misconception that I, I, after my first son was the same thing, people like, oh, when you breastfeed, the weight's just going to fall right off. You're not going to have to do anything. And, uh, that actually did not happen. Um, (laughs) it was actually really hard, uh, really difficult to recover from pregnancy and nutrition was a big part of, of how I had to be really actually very careful. And when you're home all the time and you're not like, like when I'm busy at work, I don't have time to like snack. I don't have time to eat. I don't have time to drink, you know, um, <laughs> but when you're home all the time and you're tired and you're lethargic, I mean, it is really difficult, really difficult. And then, I mean, on top of like being a stay at home mom, I mean, it's like, you're also like, you know, trying to be a supportive wife and you're trying to be a supportive friend and you're filling these roles for all these other people, but not for you. I mean, you're the last person on that checklist, which is, which is difficult. So yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, I was going to say, I don't have kids, but I have always heard that like, like breastfeed, like, oh, you don't need to worry about losing weight. Like if you breastfeed, it just comes off. Like, and I've always heard that. So it's interesting to hear from both of you that it's, that is not the case. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. And it's, it's difficult and it's really difficult to feel strong again. Um, I, I struggled with that a lot and I was, I was a little bit more prepared after the second pregnancy of how much work it was going to take, um, because of the physicality of the job that I do of, you know, being a physical therapist. I mean, I, I was afraid that I could hurt myself if I didn't really get my strength back. Um, and plus there's that, like, you know, like going back into the clinic, like I need to fit into my work clothes, <laughs> you know, like I, I don't, you know, it's just a thing. Like, you don't want to like be squeezing your pants on and you're like, well, crud, I'm going to, you know, like I, like I had like after Jacob, I had to wear my maternity pants for a little while. So I continued to lose the weight. Um, and it was just like, oh yeah, this is harder than I thought it would be. And I mean, and now it's like they say it takes nine months to put it on. It takes nine months to get it off, you know, and all of that is like 100% true. Um, like grace, give yourself grace and (laughs) it takes time and it's not easy. (laughs) Um, so, so Casey, what are some, um, specifically like, so right now, um, also, so Casey, like we might have a little announcement to make as well with what, currently what's going on in your life <sighs> currently I am 35 weeks pregnant with twins so there's two oh, of them in two, there two oh. babies yeah so we're very excited for Casey we cannot wait to meet these little ones um but now it's a different kind of struggle right as far as nutrition goes you're trying to they call it eating for two so I guess for you it's three um <laughs> But now that you are are pregnant and trying to make these healthy choices, but then also make sure that you're fueling the babies as well. What kind of changes have you made to um, go from like that more of that weight loss phase into now this phase of like maintaining a healthy diet during pregnancy? It was certainly a struggle. I really struggled um, personally with nausea throughout my entire pregnancy. And so I do support that with medication. Um, And so a lot of it, especially in the beginning, is just, you know, getting food in. And and that's a struggle for me. And um, now that I'm towards, you know, the middle and the end and all of that, 
what I really like to do, something that really helped me is smoothies. And I'll pre-prep them into little tiny bags. And so I'll do an orange carrot beet ginger smoothie and blend it up really good. And I don't juice them because I like to have the pulp. Okay. Uh, I like to have a little bit of extra fiber, even though it's really well blended. And so I'll, I'll do that. And that's a very delicious smoothie right there. And then I'll do green smoothies also. And so then there's kale and spinach and, you know, I'll put some apple in there to sweeten it up. So just really trying to find things that I want to eat and things that feel good on my stomach. So I'm usually putting ginger in, <laughs> which is something I can do if I do it at home and pre-prep it. And right. And yeah, and something that I want to eat. It's very important that I want to eat it so I don't get into my head feeling nauseous or, or feeling like I can't eat it because uh, the babies don't want it. That's a trick, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I can I can attest to that. It was, um, I don't, like, luckily later in the pregnancy, I felt like I was, I tolerated food a little bit better. But in the beginning, I mean, it like, it was so hard to stay balanced with getting fruits and vegetables in because like raw vegetables were like, could not do cooked vegetables. The smell would make me sick. And so I was like, well, um, I'm pretty sure I'm not nourishing these, this baby very much right now. (laughs) Like we're going to do everything we can just to get some calories in. (laughs) Now do you guys, I was going to say this is like out of my range of like things I know. So like, Mm -hmm. do you guys have that as like a snack or like, is it sometimes like your meal? Is it like just kind of whatever I can get down at this point I'm going to have? Both of those for me. (laughs) So sometimes when I have it as a snack, I can feel hungrier and eat a true meal, something that I've cooked Mm -hmm. Uh, I relied heavily on meal delivery services that are vegetable heavy, um, that have, you know, nice flavor profiles with sauces and that kind of thing. But sometimes it's just the meal. It's what I can get in and I get it in. I feel good about that and take my, my vitamins, like the doctor says, and that's enough for that day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like it. And so what, like after, so let's get to the point where like now, you know, babies are here, you've got two babies that you're taking care of and that's plus you've got a toddler. And so what kind of strategies are you starting to implement now in order to kind of prepare for that time? Right now I've done a lot of meal prep and they are a bit heartier meals so that I can you know, eat and feel full and and be ready to go, ready to nurse, all of those things. So I did, I meal prepped a lot. I made a soup and, you know, it's bases, celery and onion and bell pepper, you know, and then you, you layer in the meats in there. And so I like chicken and there's going to be some sausage in there. So that's, you know, a really exciting soup for me. (laughs) So a lot of meal prep and, and cooking it at home so that I can control what I put in it, how much oil I put into it, what my portion size is, and then freezing mm-hmm. it into those portion sizes that I'm not tempted to eat too much. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I think, uh, Dr. Bobby, I think you had talked about that was a strategy that you did as well, was kind of pre-freezing it into those, those portions yeah. to make life easier. Do you have, I would love like a, either, I would love like a deep freezer because I think it's more, um, oh, what's the right word? It's more... So that, you know, how they have the stand-up freezers and the deep freezers mm -hmm. and like the deep freezers for me, I'd like, because a, I think they hold a little bit more and they're more, what's like economic, like they're more, they're oh, like, like energy efficient, better. energy efficient. Yes. Yeah. Whereas for like my family, I would be the only one that could reach into the deep freezer because my parents, they can't reach down like that and stuff like that. So for them, they want a stand-up one, which I get. So I would love mm -hmm. one of those. Um, to like be able to like really truly meal prep a ton of meals and just it's so nice after being when you're so busy to like be like all right let's just pull one out thought you know cook it I don't have to sit here and chop things I don't have to worry about other things going on I can just have a healthy meal that is um already made yeah absolutely I think uh like for example like making soup that was one of the things that when, when I was home on maternity leave, that was so easy for me to just like heat up and I could eat with one hand. I like I, that's kind of like a thing, right? It's like a one handed eating is, yeah. is kind of a big deal or like with soup, you can put it into a mug and drink it. Uh, and it's like, it, that's the kind of stuff, like it just, you have to be able to be one handed in the beginning and it's so easy to snack. And, and it's okay to snack. I mean, snacking is what it is, but I mean, it's hard to get meals, like something like you're saying, Casey, something to fill you up. So that way you're less inclined to snack as much. And then it, it kind of sets you up a little bit better for being able to get back to feeling strong and feeling how, how you want to feel. Um, so yeah, no, that's awesome. That's, those are all fantastic strategies. So you did all of that, Casey, for like you, how about like with for the rest of your family, like, do you have to meal prep for them or like, you know, how does, how does that work for you? We really like to take kind of the lazy and easy way out at our household. So we're very strategies based people. So we've got plans for it and, and all of that. So my husband is a very, very clean eater. So he roasts vegetables once or twice a week and pre-portions them and he meal preps. And he'll do his, his protein along with that, all roasted in the oven. So he's quite simple and he takes care of it. And then, yeah, you know, I said I like meal delivery services for myself. I like them for my daughter as well. So we went on and found the most nutritious ones. So she tonight for dinner, she had mac and cheese with the cauliflower ground up into the cheese sauce, which is mm -hmm. something they do to hide veggies from kids. And the side dish, though, is just broccoli. And that's one of the vegetables she'll eat. So, you know, we just make choices about which one she will eat. And how old is how old is she? She's four. She's four. So do, does she get to kind of decide with you on what she wants? Or are you guys doing that for her? We pick the ones that we buy. And then she gets a selection from what we've bought. Although she's got to eat them all. So if they kind of go down to the ones she doesn't really like, that's just life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. At some point there's only so much left in the fridge, you know? So that's, that's what we tell her. So, Cause he's big enough now to open the fridge and, you know, kind of look in there, see what he wants. And um, he'll say something that's not in there. And I'm like, I don't know where you're expecting that's going to come from. <laughs> <laughs> you might want that. And that's great, but it's, 
not available. So make another choice. Yeah, well, I'm, like I'm not running to the store right now. Like it's time to eat. <laughs> yeah. And that, oh, that's cool. cool that they have it for kids. Um, that, you know, that meal prep service. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of like some of this convenience stuff that people are coming out with is that they're realizing that it's so easy to get things that are like pre-processed and pre-prepared with like takeout and all that other stuff, which is, which is fine, but then it's not necessarily like you want to do that every day. And so this has been a great option. I mean, we've implemented the same thing in our household. Um, and actually because of Casey, uh, she recommended and her experience was good. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And it's saved us a ton of time and has really been able to give us, like I was saying, just more diversity in what we're eating because we know we're not eating the same soup every day. Like I was it depends on the service oh. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know Casey about how you feel, but it's for me, it's definitely cheaper than eat, doing takeout, but it is a, a bit more expensive than what I could do at the grocery store. But I don't think, you know, I don't you know how much time your time's worth, you know, want to yeah. spend time with your family and your kids, like, and you know, that's worth some stuff too. For sure. I and just the nutritious part of it. I mean, it, it would, the amount of time that it takes to prepare five different meals, all with different ingredients, all ingredients have something valuable to them. It's that's really hard to do consistently, especially during the week. Um, like I, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to end up eating leftover soup every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I feel about the meal prep because I did the math on my favorite one and big sticker shock here. It comes out to about $17 a meal after all of the shipping and all of those costs. And that's a huge price tag. That's what I would spend if I would go out to eat and I wouldn't cook and clean up after myself. And what I want to appreciate about the meal delivery services are the variety that they give me. Because if I'm cooking at home, then I'm purchasing a whole head of broccoli and we're maybe using half for a recipe um, that goes in with other vegetables. And so I'm left over with half a head of broccoli. Where do I put this? Where can it go? Do I freeze it? Do I make it in something else? Well, now I've got to buy extra ingredients. And so I found myself in a food waste loop mm -hmm. when I was buying different ingredients to get a variety into my diet. And so even though they are expensive on the dollar um, signs, I'm not wasting as much food as I was at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the service that I use is a bit less expensive than that. And so it, I will say there's, it, it does come in plastic packaging. So I, I don't love that, but the one that came with the bamboo packaging for me didn't have enough vegetarian options. And I, I just, I, I needed a little bit more from a vegetarian diet. And um, so I found a local place here in Jacksonville that um, the meals come out to be, I think they're about $9 a meal. And then um, we can pick them up, you know, super close to the house. So it's, nice. it's a little bit, it's a little bit better. Um, and like I said, there's, there's like actually really good vegetarian options. So, and pescatarian, I mean, we do eat, we do eat some fish. Um, so 
so yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, like I said, there's pros and cons for sure. There's pros and cons, but no cleanup <laughs> during the week <laughs> and no cooking during the week. And every night you're getting a, like different nutrients in your diet, all with, um, you know, they're balanced, you know, as far as protein and whatnot. So, um, so yeah, so, um, I think the, the other question we were talking about, you know, food is, has been a big topic, but, uh, Casey, what are other ways that you stay hydrated? I carry around my bottle, how, how I showed you guys um, <laughs> what I was drinking today. So I, I carry it around and I make it a point that I want to drink three of these. So they're about oh, yeah. 22, 24 ounces. And so it's three is my goal. And I usually hit it, I would say. Mm-hmm. What number is that today? Actually, I'm working on four. Ah, oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, I think that's the, one of the biggest strategies that I use, especially on the weekends is like myself and then, you know, the family, we all kind of fill our water bottles at the beginning of the day and then keep them with us as much as possible. Um, whether we're going in the car, bring the water bottle with us, you know, if we're outside doing yard work, water bottle comes with us. And then if you see it, you're just so much more inclined to drink it. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times we also underestimate how much being hydrated helps us and is beneficial and also like how it really affects us when or not both with energy, hunger, you know, all of those, how you're feeling overall. Um, I've noticed for me, at least when I'm doing really well with drinking a lot of water, I feel great. And when I'm drinking water, I don't count anything else I'm drinking as so like I have my goal of my, you know, 64 ounces of water but at like my diet Coke that I'm having right now, I don't count that in my 64 ounces, you know? So I do notice like my water intake really affects just overall how I feel, how hungry I am, you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, So um, Casey, are there any questions that you have for us? I don't, I don't think so. Actually, you know, um, if, if either of you do know anything about how to ramp up my smoothies, like, I don't know if either of you have an opinion on fiber in its whole form in a whole vegetable versus my smoothies blended up, um, you know, cause I'm just, I love them so much and then just taking them up to the next level. So any tips or tricks with smoothies or blended vegetables versus whole ones, raw versus cooked, any thoughts you guys have on that is interesting to me. Yeah. I'll say, I, yeah, I'll say I, I love smoothies and yeah, I, I would definitely say you can easily overcook your vegetables. And so and when you do that, you're going to strip out the nutrients. And so if you're going to have a vegetable, that's going to blend down a little bit easier. Usually I'll do like a blanching process in order for it to just zap it, get a little bit soft, cool it down, and then it'll blend a lot better into the smoothie. It depends on how texture sensitive you are. Um, I'm texture sensitive, so I don't love if I'm drinking something to then chew it a lot as well, which sometimes if you put raw in there, it gets, um, 
it it, it makes me gag okay it does I, I gag and so <laughs> like I like I like the blanching process and then same thing with like my greens is I'll do like I'll just do a steam them a little bit so that way they're softer and then they I find like I get a smoother consistency but again it's just it's kind of easy to overcook it and then you're kind of stripping some of the nutrients from that so um so yeah blanching you know just bring something up to a boil drop it in for a minute or two sometimes three depending on how hard like hard it is and then um put it onto some like, like ice, you know, to cool it off real quick, you know, strain it and then put it on some ice and then I'll put that into the smoothie. And then, then from there, it's just based on flavor. So if you want to add banana or blueberries or strawberries, I stick to darker fruits typically just because they have more of those like antioxidants and, and whatnot, you know, just because, you know, fruit's going to have that sugar in it. Um, so I want to want to get the most out of the fruit that I'm going to eat. So I usually do a darker fruit with it. And I usually always will add, I prefer, um, instead of like, you know, just like water or something, I'll put in oat milk and there's like some good stuff in oat milk as well. So I put that in and then, uh, some sort of like a protein powder. So that way I'm getting some, and it's, it, again, it's all like plant-based protein. I can read the ingredients on the back of the container. <laughs> um, so it's not full of chemicals. So as far as like the fiber part, you're going to get the fiber from the vegetables for sure. And, um, and the rest of it's really going to be more based on taste and, um, uh, what you're looking for, like how green do you want it? How fruity do you want it? How proteiny do you want it? And then you just kind of keep blending from there as far as like what you like. Um, I like dark fruits. I don't like, I'm not, like, I like celery, but not too much. Like I'm not a celery juice person Is that, you know, I don't know if y'all have had celery juice. Like it's, it's, it's okay. It's good. It needs help. You know, I know it's apparently really healthy. Um, I don't look forward to drinking celery juice though. And if I don't look forward to drinking it, I'm, I'm not going to. So. Uh, celery is not my, I, I will, celery like, is not my thing. I will drink a apple cider vinegar, like with water and, you know, stuff like that like, before I'll have celery. Yeah. That is one thing I had that I found that was really helpful was like, but you got to be able to take the taste of the apple cider vinegar and it's a, it's strong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't been, I I've done that a little bit, but again, that was something I think I, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be consistent with this. Uh, whereas like the smoothies, like Casey was saying earlier, like you look forward to it. So like, I look yeah. forward to the smoothie. Yeah. It tastes good. I can, I can blend it to have what I want with it. Also having a flavor that I can tolerate and a texture I can tolerate. Um, so it's, you know, kind of try and get the best of both worlds, healthy, but and enjoyable, which we can do. So it's possible. And then that could be a full meal or it's a snack. You know, it just depends on how much you put in it. Yeah. Cool. 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 All right. Well, thank you so much, Casey, for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. Yes, and thank you. Um, yeah. So next month, what we are going to get started into is going to be a series about stress awareness. And it's, you know, the whole month of April, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to have a couple people on that work in the mental health field, and we're going to ask them about stress awareness. And so it's going to be tons of fun and we can learn lots. Uh, <laughs> so Dr. Bobby, you want to tell us about what the challenge is going to be this week? Yeah. So our challenge this week is to grab the next time you go take a workout, grab that 20, 24 ounce bottle, 
fill it with water and try to have it finished, maybe not during the workout, but after the workout, at some point near that workout, try to finish a 20 to 24 ounce bottle of water. All right. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone.